Welcome back to Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the best from the world of CrossFit. Podcasts, news, special interest, health, fitness. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notifier so you're the first to know when we have new episodes. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Clydesdale Media Mindset with Phil Mansfield. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I'm the Clydesdale. He is Phil Mansfield. Phil, how are you today? I'm uh, feeling conflicted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are continuing our happiness series uh, with episode nine, and that is honesty and conflict. So what does honesty and conflict have to do with happiness? Yeah, that's that's a really really good place, a good question to start with. Is that it's everything with happiness because our lives are a series of conflicts. So if we get our conflicts right, we usually get our happiness correct, or our our path to happiness is correct. And I think if um, everybody just took five seconds to think of how that relates to their day, so getting out of bed is a conflict, right? The alarm clock goes off. Pushing snooze versus lifting the duvet up is a conflict. Um, walking out of the, walking out, just starting the day with a glass of water versus starting the day with a coffee is a conflict. And so, we're going to talk if if time allows, we'll talk about how conflict from person to person affects happiness. But also, pretty much everything that we go through in the day is a conflict between ourselves and our other self, and our cognitive self, and our cognitive age. Um, so, so that's how it relates to happiness. So I'm hearing that that's really all the decision-making that you have. You have a a conflict between do I do this or do I do that and how you make those decisions. So I'm assuming there is a happiness path and a non-happiness path. And, um, and that can differ from day to day. Yeah. And we call them forks in the road. We call these the there's tiny forks in the road and those tiny forks in the road lead to bigger forks in the road. And you're I think we can all think back to a great day we've had and a bad day we've had. And it and it usually boils down to some decisions we've made or forks in the road of when you bring up a certain topic with with somebody that means something to you at work. When you when you tell your boss you're sitting in that that precipice there of you can go left, you can go right. Do I tell my boss to um to do one or do I, do I do I swallow my pride and uh, and just go on and get my job done even though I disagree with it and these these conflicts and forks in the road and and I think what the key to happiness is and what we help and coach people towards is you have to take the conflict now taking the conflict doesn't necessarily mean you have to have an argument taking the conflict doesn't necessarily mean you have to win or lose taking the conflict might well be choosing not to take the conflict if that makes sense, that might be a conflict in itself for someone who's quite fiery and quite regular in their, in their sort of um, out or very outwardly spoken for them, actually taking a conflict might be actually taking a deep breath and moving off. So I think it's important to define when I say taking a conflict, I don't mean that you're fighting people or yourself all day. It's actually quite the opposite. It's being able to look at the human side of yourself. And we talked last time about core values and having that understanding of self versus what's being offered in front of me and how do these two line up with each other? 
and a conflict then is having the having the <clears throat> cognition or the the strength if you like to be able to choose the path that's related best to your core values which moves you forward in your life that i love that because with this podcast we made a mission that we were going to highlight athletes and coaches and we were only going to report news that we had confirmed from the athlete or the coach being inside in this in this industry now i hear things all the time yeah and i go through that conflict of man this is big news but it's not part of my core mission for this podcast and do i eat it or do i go against my own moral compass and mission and put it out there and really there's some instant gratification which I know we're going to talk about next week with putting it out there, but the true happiness is doing what's in alignment with my moral compass and my core values. I mean, you should be running the podcast. It absolutely, it, that, that's, <laughs> that's exactly it. There is no, there's no better way of explaining it than that. Um, and we are presented with small and huge things in over a week or a month, which all contribute to that feeling and that idea that you always go to bed with yourself, you know, in, in that last three, four seconds before you fall asleep, you are alone. And in that three, four seconds, your subconscious knows how true to those core values you've been And that human side of you. When you've, when you've eaten well and you're feeling good about yourself and you're well rested and your cognitive age is higher, uh, your emotion intelligence is higher. You know who you are. And it's actually in those moments that you often can feel quite sad and quite low. And you think, well, why when everything should feel good now and I'm being good to myself, do I feel do I feel low? Well, you often feel low in those periods because that's the first opportunity you've had to do the self-evaluation process. You've been you've been um, what do you say? You've been you're fresh enough to to actually be able to cognitively look at yourself correctly. And then you'll see, OK, am I living up to that? those core values because even if you haven't defined them and written them down somewhere deep down you know who you are somewhere deep down you know the person you would like to be um and and that's where in what should often seem as a period of great happiness you feel great sadness the example i gave was a very big example right it it's very kind of easy to see does it fit my core values or not but how does it impact your like day-to-day small decisions that can layer on top of one another so the best example i can give you and i think everybody listening will 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 do this is open your phone now and look at the message that was due three four days ago which you haven't replied to yet you know and every single one of us has that message in our phone from that person and what's really interesting is the person at the other end is thinking uh, why haven't they replied to me? Or why haven't they, and it's usually because your actual own anxiety, you don't, you actually can't write to them, no, I'm not coming this weekend, I can't make it. Or it's usually something really simple, like someone with the kindest of hearts writes to you, hey, do you want to go for coffee tomorrow? And you don't have the time, and your core values are, I'm a good person who's honest, who tells people the truth. So really what you need to write back is, I'm really sorry I don't have the time. But just taking that really small conflict is hard for a lot of people. I think we under we under appreciate how hard that is for a lot of people. 
Um, and then there's two messages and there's three messages and that becomes a habit. And those habits and routines are formed very, very quickly. Um, there's also examples in and around food. It's very often that you'll eat well for three, four, five days and one bad meal leads to 20 bad meals. And that, and that comp losing, losing is not necessarily the right word, but losing that conflict in that or moving away from your core values in, in how you want to eat and how you want to be perceived again is, is everyday examples. The reason, one of the reasons we're doing happiness is the holiday season is just around the corner. And during the holiday season, you are pooled in so many directions, family, friends, job, all of that stuff. It is so crucial at this time to layer good decision after good decision, or you're going to end up not happy during the holidays. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And so, sorry, sorry, Scott. I was just going to say, what are some tools that we can give our listeners during this time to be able to stack good decision on good decision? Planning. It's planning and it's, it's, it's knowing thyself again. I say that all the time, don't I? But it's, it's knowing who we are and having that set of core values written down and knowing your capacities. Um, being able to take the internal conflict with yourself in the who am I as a person and admitting emotionally, like I am a deep introvert, you know, and I love people. I love company, but not too much of it. And I have a capacity. I love my family, love my friends dearly. And it's, it's never personal, but I don't have five days in a row with them. I really don't. It fills me up and I, I need to, I need to escape. Um, so I have my coping mechanisms, like I go for running or I go out or I need to go off for the half a day on my own. And, and I need to, I need to first, before I can communicate that outwardly and take the outward conflict, I have to take the inward conflict and accept that it's not necessarily the person I would like to be. I would like to sit in their company. I'd like to enjoy their company. But I do know that if I've been in, in a room with the same five people for more than about four hours, it's nothing personal. But, but I know and I've learned over the years I can't deal with that. So the first step is being able to internalize it or analyze yourself and know who you are and what your environments are. How many times over the Christmas period do you have in you to go out and, and be drinking, uh, for example, before you start to think, before that sort of alcoholic anxiety starts because now I'm going to do it too many times. How many times do you want to eat cake? What's reasonable to eat a piece of cake between now and, and, and the end of Christmas? How many how much money do you want to spend on presents between now and, and the end of the year? How many friends realistically can you see between now and the end of the year? And it sounds terribly boring, but actually asking yourself those questions and giving yourself answers you actually don't like, because my answer to that naturally would be, well, I want to see all my friends. I've got all the money in the world. I'll buy anyone who needs any kind of present and I'll eat all the cake and I'll be really sociable and go to all the parties. And then 1st of January, I feel horrendous about myself. <clears throat> so the conflicts lie in first. I've got to say some things about myself I don't particularly like. I have to say something like I'm not good in company for five, six, seven hours. I don't particularly like that about myself, but that is who I am. <laughs> and then I can then outwardly take the conflict to then explain to people that, okay, I'm coming to visit you, but just bear, just bear in mind, 
after three or four hours, I'm going for a run. <laughs> and and so yeah. No, I was just gonna say it's the the title of this episode is honesty and conflict. So the first part is to be honest with yourself. Exactly. Second part is to be honest with others. Yes. Right. This is my capacity. I'm sorry. I would love to hang out with you, but I just can't. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then it's taking that honesty and applying it to all the conflicts that come up. Yeah. And I think what I find is people, excuse my language, but people smell bullshit a mile off. You're not, we're not fooling anybody. So, and people respect honesty. And I think we get it often the wrong way around is that we'll say, ah, oh, you know, I can't make it or I'm not coming because the dog's ill or because, I don't know, the car's broken down or, yeah. or, or whatever, whatever it may be. And on the flip side, people actually really, really, I mean, I found when I, when I actually wrote to someone, I, I'm not coming this afternoon because I, I genuinely don't feel like it. I genuinely need, I've got loads of work on. I'm not wonderful company anyway. And I'd rather clear my mind with this. People actually view it as a as a sense of strength. They view it as a wow. He's really he's really got control of himself. He knows himself. He's actually someone who who knows it. It's not often in in modern culture, unfortunately, it's not often that we get that honesty. We're we're used to hearing, and we're used to not challenging. More importantly, we're used to not challenging that because we know what they're really saying is, "I'd love to hang out with you. I just don't actually have the the." courage or the conflict skills to be able to say to you i'm not coming because actually nothing personal i don't want to come <laughs> you know you you right. and, that's, and that's okay but we, we're used to not challenging it uh, and for me one of the first things i'll do if i get one of those messages or i'll write back is everything okay are you all good anything you need to talk about because for me that's a, a big trigger that actually they're they're hiding some some kind of unhappiness yeah, and the honest answer could be that you want to hang out with them, but this is just not the right time for you. Exactly, exactly. Um, and what's really interesting is the day you resigned from your job, the day you um, went to training when you didn't want to go, and the, when you win those conflicts, they're actually the days that feel incredible. They're the days where you actually feel happiness. And, it, and, and the days where you actually feel that sort of, instant gratification is because you took a conflict and are proud of yourself in a conflict and you actually become really you, you can feel that sense of pride that the classic saying is that's a weight off my shoulders whenever you've said that's a weight off my shoulders in your life what you've actually said is i took the conflict based on my core values according to what how i want to live my life and it felt wonderful to say to the next door neighbor it's really frustrating you play that music till two in the morning you know, or whatever, whatever the conflict may have been, it actually feels really good after because your body's proud of yourself and it's proud of the fact that you took the conflict. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's great, Phil. And I think this is a good place to wrap up. Um, be live your true life, right? Live based on your core values and happiness is right around the corner. So with that, if you like what you heard, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the notifier so you're the first to know when new episodes come out. And if you have any show ideas, please reach out to Phil or I or in the comments on this YouTube channel. Until next time, this is the Clydesdale Media Mindset with Phil Mansfield.
Thank you so much for joining Clydesdale Media for today's episode. If you like what you hear, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and make sure you hit the notifier so you're the first to know when new episodes are out. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time with Clydesdale Media.